0: You're listening to Sienna's Soliloquies. A soliloquy is a part of a play where the character speaks their thoughts and feelings out loud, regardless of those around them. The purpose of this is to reveal important information or to learn more about a certain character. But we hope for this podcast, the information uncovered encourages you to speak your truth, regardless of who is around. It's a box of issues here. Thank you for tuning in to my first podcast well first podcast episode i am so excited that you're here i'm so excited that you followed me that you wanted to tune in that you want to listen to me oh i'm so happy that you're here and i'm excited to get deep into this podcast um i have a vision of this podcast and I kind of want to do everything but I really want to talk about ourselves our trauma I want to get deep into things like that and I also want to talk about the state of the world honestly and what's going on I've been seeing a lot of things that have been um, unfortunate and if you follow me on Instagram on my personal page then you know that I've been going on some rants um, and really I think the sources for my rants is because we're doing a lot of talking on both sides of the spectrum, but we're not doing enough solutions and we're not doing enough critical thinking. Like we're not really considering what's going on and the impact that's happening. And I understand like we all have a lot going on, but when you look at like the whole entity of the United States and how it was created and why it was created uh, we're really not doing anything wrong, but I want us to start shifting our mindset and start thinking about things differently and really realizing like where the power lies and it's, it's in the people and it's in you and it's in me. Um, I'm not saying you got to go out there and start a revolution and start burning shit down, but I, um, I would, I would understand it for sure. But I think that knowing your own individual mindset and understanding how, Um, we show up in society is super important and it can really change how we show up for ourselves and how we show up for other people um in the world okay so for today's episode it's going to be short and sweet because this is my first one i want to talk to you guys about why do people hate history I was literally in bed and I was thinking about like, what is my first episode gonna be? You know, I put it on social media, people were reacting to it and I was like, damn, now I really gotta do this uh, podcast for real. Okay, so in a quick Google search of why do people hate history? It's boring. They don't like to memorize a bunch of facts. Um, they There's a lack of passion, which I feel like is really the main point that there is a lack of passion. But that it's biased, which like what is not biased, but fine. Um, That it's useless, that there's no point. Oh my gosh, this is literally everything all of my kids say in my classroom. My kids are always like, it's boring. There's too much to read. There's too much to memorize. And it doesn't apply to my life right now. And it doesn't apply to what's going on. And why am I learning about all of these dead people, right? So fair the way we learn history is not how history happened so we learn history the majority of time from when you start school to when you graduate high school and even when you go on to college even though i feel like college kind of lets go lets go of this perspective a little bit more you learn that history is a timeline you learn that this is what happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, right? You're either learning history either on a relative timeline or an absolute uh, chronological timeline. So that is not the reality of history, but it's eas- this is the easiest way for your brain to digest what is going on. So we kind of talk about situations and isolated incidences, but we don't talk about how We don't come back and bring it together and talk about how history actually is happening all the fucking time at the same time. The history happens all the time. The history that has been made and the history that's going to be made is happening at the same time. So my best example when I try to get kids to buy in um, to my history class by giving them two events that we don't really talk about um, unless you've done the research yourself, unless you've worked into it, especially in schools, it's not something that like gets covered extensively. So the first thing that I give them is what doesn't, I'm sorry, let me make it clear. What doesn't get covered is the to how the two events relate to each other. So the first event is the French Revolution. I go into the classroom, I say, hey, why don't you like history? They give me their reasons, and I say, okay, let's talk about this moment in history. The French Revolution. These people, I give them bare basic, bare minimum information. These people were poor. They were being taken advantage of by the royals, by the rich people, right? By the king and queen, by people who were supporters of the king and queen. These people were being taxed. They couldn't afford it. They couldn't do any of that stuff. Almost relevant to certain situations that my students have today. I'm like, and the way I related to them is, hey, do you ever feel like you can't afford this? Do you ever feel like you can't afford that? Yes. Okay, cool. So imagine this on steroids, essentially. So these people were being taken advantage of constantly because the king was very detached from his people was very detached from what was going on and all he really cared about was money so okay great so now these people decide one day that they get so upset they get so angry that honestly they just gather and eventually they go and they march into the castle they take the king and they behead him and they eventually behead the queen on the guillotine like they take them and then they cut their heads off they're having a grand time they're celebrating like killing their oppressors essentially killing the people who are um, causing them so much problems in their life then I asked them the simple question do you think these people would support revolutions around the world during that time Let's say there was another country who had oppressors, who had these royals, who had these people in power, who were working them like dogs, who basically didn't see them as um, humans, who basically were taking away everything from them, who didn't give them any rights. They didn't have any money. They didn't have any anything of that. Do you think that these people would support a revolution in that country? These kids say yes. I say, okay, boom. So let's talk about the Haitian Revolution again. Bare minimum facts. Haiti they were slaves period that's all I gotta tell them they were slaves they didn't have anything they didn't have anything going on they didn't have any rights you had these white people who were coming in colonized their country took them over and now are forcing them to be slaves and so Haiti they eventually decide to have their own revolution they gather together and um they like i don't try to give them too much information i just try to keep it short and sweet because with history you sometimes with kids short and sweet they gather together these group of men come together they decide we're gonna have a revolution this is how we're gonna do it this is what we're gonna do on this day we're gonna kill these slave masters pass on the message right so the kid the slaves pass on the message to everybody then haiti goes into a full-blown revolution people start burning crops they start getting rid of the crops they start taking away their money and then they eventually get all of these people who were oppressing them they temporarily get them off of the island these people start fleeing do you think the people of France, who were also in a revolution, are going to support these people. Some kids will say yes, some kids will say no. And that's when I come in and I tell them straight point blank period, they did not. The, you have to understand that Haiti, which you didn't know before, but what you're gonna know now is a colony of France. So Haiti was r- trying to revolutionize itself, was trying to free itself from the same person that the, Fran- that the poor people of France were trying to free themselves from. But the poor people of France didn't see Haitians as what they didn't see them as people why so now let's get into this conversation of race let's get into this conversation of class let's get into this conversation of who's privileged who's not privileged all of the things right so what i'm trying to do in that moment is i'm trying to get them to connect the context clues because you can say the haitian revolution happened during this time this is what happened and they were a colony of france and so they were trying to free themselves and then the french revolution happened during this time and there was this and then this is what happened and they were trying to free themselves right you can give it to your students on the timeline but the reality is is that if you don't go back and connect the real pieces if you don't have the real conversations then history is not fun history is not engaging history is boring right and I say this to you as someone who's currently a teacher who's who's trying to get kids into history but i also say it to you as the adult or however old you are listening to this to go and connect the context clues because that's where the passion comes from that's where the real information comes from and that's where the need to understand your past whether it's yours directly or not to understand the past to understand who you are in the present to help you move in the future So that is why it is so important, and that is why it is so crucial to know that the way history is taught is not beneficial to your brain, number one, but it's also not beneficial to understanding and realizing why is it important to understand what has happened in the past. The fact that the French couldn't even see, the fact that the poor French class couldn't even see that they were kind of that they were kind of fighting for the same things or they couldn't put their differences aside in order to unite for the true thing, then this becomes where the issue lies, right? And this is where we are today. And this, these are a lot of the problems that we have today is that a lot of people are not really willing to put like their feelings and their pride aside for the greater good. So that is, where I, that is why I, me personally, and I would hope that a lot of people who are historians feel like For me, that's where it really comes through and that's where the passion for history comes through because it's the in-between, it's the context clues, it's the bigger ideas, it's the theories, it's the um, more obtuse thinking that is required, that, that creates a love of history. I wouldn't say that it's required, but it recreate, it creates a love of history and it creates a love to connecting to who you were in the past so that you can be more grounded in the present so that you know exactly where you're going in the future. You need to know your past in order to understand where you are, in order to understand where the future is going. Because if history always repeats itself in the present, then you can make an educated guess. You can make a hypothesis. You can make an inference of where we are going to go in the future if we don't recognize the signs of the past. I feel like we can only process like one lifetime, right? So one lifetime would be your parents. Maybe your uh, grandparents. But your great-grandparents' lifetime, you can hear the stories, you can understand it, But you can't really process it. But you need your great grandparent. You need your grandparent. And you need your parent to tell you who you are today. So that you can know how to move in the future. Knowing the information from the past. all right you guys i feel like this podcast was low-key kind of rough we're gonna get better i'm gonna get better at my pacing i'm gonna start doing some cardio i'm gonna start doing something i feel like maybe i didn't even have water with me this whole time this essentially was kind of a rant which i you know you gotta go with what you gotta go with sometimes anyways this has been my first podcast episode it's a box of issues here follow me on no sorry i was gonna say follow me on twitter i don't have twitter uh follow me on tiktok follow me on instagram send me a dm what was good about this episode what could have been better please i'm open to critiques i'm open to hearing what you have to say share it with your friends share it with your families share it on social media let people know that i'm here and i got something to say period so please like comment subscribe Follow me, message me, tell me what you think, and I will see you. I want to say I'll see you on the flip side is what I want to say. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. You're listening to Sienna's Soliloquies. A soliloquy is a part of a play where the character speaks their thoughts and feelings out loud regardless of those around them. The purpose of this is to reveal important information or to learn more about a certain character. But we hope for this podcast the information uncovered encourages you to speak your truth regardless of who is around.